Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our look in the book of Colossians, the letter that Paul wrote to the Church of Colossus, and we're just getting started in it. And we're up to the ninth verse right now, and the ninth verse starts off this way. It says, for this reason also. (laughs) Well, (laughs) what is that all about, right? Uh, It's amazing how Scripture does that. You'll read a little phrase and think, wait a minute, what was it that we saw? For this reason also, what is the reason? Then verse 9, again, for this reason also, since the day we heard of it, and you think, okay, what was the it? And that's the reason we go back so often to read what was before and to remind ourselves what was before. So beginning in verse 3, we've already gone through this three or four times, but remember what was being said. Let me just read it because it will take like 45 seconds to read it. We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel which has come to you, just as it has in all the world, it is constantly bearing fruit and increasing, even as it has been doing since the day you heard of it and understood the grace of God in truth. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow bondservant, who is faithful, who's a faithful servant of Christ on our behalf. And he also informed us of your love in the Spirit. So what is he speaking of when he says, For this reason also, since the day we heard of it? Since we have heard that you have received the gospel, since we've heard that you have believed by faith, that you are loving the saints, that your hope is in heaven, since we have heard this, we're giving thanks to God for y'all. And that's what he's talking about. Since for this reason we've heard of what's happened, he reiterates it, verse 9. We have not ceased to pray for you and to ask for some things. I just think about that for a moment. Is this our attitude in all things, particularly in relationship to fellow believers? Do we not cease to pray for one another? Do we rejoice in the fact that there's love, that there's faith, that there's hope? This should be the way we live, folks. Now, what he's about to say, and it's another one of these long sentences from verse 9 through verse 12. We'll read it all today. Perhaps we'll have to go back and touch upon some of it later because there's so much here. But in this one sentence, notice what he says. He says, we have not ceased to pray for you. So he prays for them. Then he picks it up. And to ask. So he's praying for them and he's asking for them. Well, who's he asking of? He's asking from the Most High God, and he's also asking from a perspective that they would understand and know what God wants to do. So we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So there's several things we're about to read here in these next three verses. The first one is, he's saying, we're asking that you would be filled, filled with the knowledge of the will of God. 
And then a little a couple of sub things. All spiritual wisdom, all understanding. Verse 10, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. So he's saying, I am praying that you will be filled with the knowledge of God's will, spiritual wisdom and understanding. I am praying that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. And, you know, we spent a lot of time in Ephesians uh, through the various months. He's always talking about Ephesians. And you see a lot of parallels here in the writing, a lot of parallels, because this was the heart of Paul for the body of Christ. He's writing to a different group now. He's saying the same basic thing, just saying it in a little different kind of way. Then he continues, to please him, the Most High God, in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So what is he wanting for them? He says, I don't cease praying for you, that you be filled with the knowledge of God's will in spiritual wisdom and in understanding. I pray for you that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. I pray that you will walk in a manner that's pleasing to him in all respects. I'm praying that in your walk that you will bear fruit in every good work and in your walk that you increase in the knowledge of God. But he's not done yet. Verse 11, strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience. Now, just think about these things that he's saying right here in just a portion of this sentence. He's saying, I am praying with you, and I don't cease to pray for you, that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, that you'll bear fruit, that you'll increase in the knowledge of God, that you'll be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, according to the glorious might of the Lord, for the attaining of steadfastness and patience. And like I said, we're just partway through the sentence. But just consider what he's praying for them, what he calls upon them to move with them, with patience, steadfastness, might, power, strength, knowledge, fruit, and if they're bearing fruit, and if they're increasing in the good works, they're increasing in knowledge, they're increasing in spiritual wisdom and understanding. I mean, these are the things that Paul was calling them to, and these are the things that the Spirit are calling us as true believers to, folks, on a day-by-day -day basis. Think about this for just a moment. If we were increasing in this way, each one of us individually, and then each individual corporately as the body of Christ, what might the Lord do in and through us? What might he do with us individually and us corporately? Now, let me finish the last sentence. And as it was in Ephesians, the same thing happens, happens here in Colossians. The verses sort of break up the phraseology that's actually here, okay? And the newer translations uh, sort of get it correct as far as how the phrase is. Verse 11, the last word is joyously, and that ties over into verse 12. Joyously giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. And that light is capitalized, you know, like in the spirit, in the light that we're sharing in who we have and who we are.
Now think about this, folks. He's saying, I want you to joyously give thanks to the Father. What was the first thing he says? Hey, I give thanks for y'all all the time. Okay, I'm giving thanks for God. And I pray for you without ceasing. Verse 3 says, I give thanks to God. Now he's calling them to realize, hey, you are to joyously give thanks to the Father because he's the one who has qualified us. That's a word. And the, and the idea, that Greek word means to enable, to make sufficient. It is the Most High God that has enabled us, made us sufficient to share in the inheritance of the Holy One, of the saints in the light. It is the Lord who has done this. So quickly, verses 9 through 12, just look and just listen to what he says. You know, I it's for this reason that I don't cease praying for you. And I pray that you'll be filled with the knowledge of God's will related to spiritual wisdom and understanding, that you'll walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, and that you'll walk in all aspects that will be pleasing to him, that you'll bear fruit, that you'll have good works, that you'll increase in the knowledge of God, that you'll be strengthened by his power, his glorious might, that you will be steadfast and patient, that you'll be joyously giving thanks to God because it is God who has qualified us to receive of the inheritance to be the holy ones in the light that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Those four verses reveal so much about who we are, folks. Let us walk in it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Again, thank you for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.